What's up, guys? Welcome to Good Bad 2, the sequel. This is the show where we have a good time watching bad movies. So bad. And then we ask ourselves, is this good bad or is it just bad? This movie's so fucking bad, it just threw me off. I didn't even know what we do anymore. Um, <laughs> I am John. I am Danielle. <laughs> you guys can find us on Instagram. We're at the Good Bad Show. Uh, this is where you vote on what movie we're going to cover. This week, the vote was between Rampage and Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. <laughs> it was actually a 50 50 split for the first time ever. Wait a second. So that means half of our listeners couldn't decide whether they wanted to see Mortal Kombat. Annihilation or Rampage. Ram Rampage. Rampage. <laughs> Rampage. Rampage. Uh, yeah, it was an exact 50-50 split. And Rampage. this movie, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, is one of our most requested movies. What? Oh, right, right, One of right, our most right. requested mm, movies. So, kind of show. Mm. because it was a 50-50 split, it came down to a coin toss, which was also on the Instagram, um, and we ended up doing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, if you want to join in on participating in what movies we cover, go follow us at The Good Bad Show. <laughs> we love hearing from you guys. Oh, boy. Um, you, go, you can also subscribe to the show everywhere where there's podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google. Everywhere where there's podcasts, you got your good bads. So go over there, subscribe. Don't miss out on any of the upcoming shenanigans. We are your puppets. You people requested this. We spent an hour and some odd time last night watching this movie. In our, This is what we did on our Friday night, you assholes. And now we're about <laughs> to spend an hour and a half of our valuable Saturday morning you assholes, talking about this movie for your pleasure, you bunch of mouth-breathing, belly-button-lint-picking, glorious bastards. Let's roll. <laughs> wow. Um, I love you guys. I think you're great. <laughs> I really appreciate that you listen to the show, uh, especially you guys that have been around for a while. The writer dies. Uh, Danielle hates you. She always has. And um, <laughs> she will express it at any chance she gets. I have a list of all of your portraits on my wall and my practice with my throwing knives <laughs> to get you all right between the eyes every morning before I go to work. She really does have throwing knives. It's not just because of this movie. Uh, so like she said, we are going to use our valuable, valuable weekend to break down the plot. Plot? plot no there's plot. not a plot we're gonna there's not a plot we're gonna break down the music video of this movie uh Do you want to call it music uh, the noises pots and pans banging together <laughs> this shit's a train wreck let's roll <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna break down the the fight scenes uh to pots and pans banging together of this movie beat by beat oh and, and the mud wrestling scene yes and the mud wrestling and then when we get done with that we're gonna go through our awards for this movie question mark uh which are our bold statement the worst line, the best line, the best line? Question mark? Uh, the least worst line, the worst performance, the MVP, uh, the least worst performance, I guess, instead of MVP, the unredeemable moment. Which one? Uh, there's about an hour and 35 minutes worth of unredeemable mm -hmm. moments. Oh, are you counting the DVD menu special features or no? Because... <laughs> they look better than the contents of the movie. Ooh. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about our favorite part. Uh, we're going to go through a better title, 
and then we're going to decide if it's good, bad, or just bad. Hey, it's bad. Spoiler alerts. We're not even going to discuss that. We're going to grade <laughs> what type of bad it is, yeah. though. Yeah, we'll discuss how and why it's just bad. The but flavor. It's, it's just bad. Of bad. Um, and that, that's that's what we do. Let, let's get on with this shit. So this, this starts off hot. <laughs> this, oh, my God. So, okay, a lot to unpack here. This movie picks up the very second that the first one ends. So the first Mortal Kombat is the first episode that we ever did. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to our very first it. our very first episode, <laughs> which was the original Mortal Kombat. The audio on that episode is trash because it's just us sitting around my phone in a, in the kitchen. Um, so this movie picks up the very second that the first one ends. The whole cast is different. It's Johnny Cage, different actor. Raiden, different actor. Sonya Blade, different actor. Uh, Jax, different actor. Liu Kang? Liu Kang returns. Liu Kang, same actor. But all all of the bad guys, not in the first movie. If you'll remember, his hair won MVP for our first ever podcast. Yes, it did. So Um, it had to return, clearly. And it's epic in this movie, too. It's quite good. It's actually a little more epic. I mean, it's the same day as the last movie, but somehow his hair is more epic. So the first thing that you hear in this movie, my note says, this goddamn song. (laughs) I, for whatever reason, I should have expected it, but I didn't. This goddamn song. But now it's with sounds of like whips and swords and lasers and a lot, a heavy, heavy scooping of CG sounds oh the title yeah with like the fire coming through the the symbol it's like man it's like if you let your little brother like your little 13 year old like high testosterone we haven't even gotten through the logo has has never even had a girlfriend so you know what's going on in there pubescent little brother play with your tools to make a movie title and he has all the little buttons to click for sound effects and fire and 3D stuff and explosions. He would just turn all of those on, all layers on, everything, just all at once. That's what you'd get. These were adults who made this. People ha- paid money. We haven't even gotten through the logo and you're already sighing. Hey, it sets the tone, man. It sets the tone. <laughs> so, so basically what's going on here is that all of the events of the first movie are being shit on. And that the whole Mortal Kombat tournament doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Shao Kahn, who is, uh, what is the actor's name? Brian Thompson, shows up because, uh, you know, he looks just like a con. Um, <laughs> he and sure does. He, he shows up and he's like, fuck your rules. Uh, Outworld is invading Earth. So this is basically your plot. That the Outworld is like merging with Earth. So... <sighs> fucking christ then you basically just go on an hour and 20 minutes of fight after fight after fight after fight that have absolutely no plot i think listeners you will agree that for this podcast there's no reason for us to go through the plot we're just gonna gonna talk about the weird stuff that we saw we'll make an attempt but we're not gonna stick to stick to any kind of format here because nobody if the director didn't care we're not gonna care we're not gonna do that karen now so one thing that pissed me off right off the (laughs) get-go is that the johnny cage impersonator Uh killed in the first 30 seconds right away they're like hey remember that guy you love from the first movie the guy that was like super charming and like one of the things that held together and made it good bad 
well, that actor didn't want to come back, so <laughs> fuck this guy. who Kill him right off the bat. Like, imagine your agent calls you, and he's like, hey, Billy, I got a gig for you. You know that game that the kids love, the Mortal Kombat? And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, you remember that movie that came out two years ago that did huge business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the character Johnny Cage? Yeah. You're going to play him. Wait, what happened to the other guy? Ah, he passed. You want it? Yeah, what, what do I do? You get killed in 10 seconds. All right, my parents are going to be so proud. <laughs> Why would you accept this role? Why would you have this agent? Listen to this guy. He sounds slimy right off the bat. That's what Come agents... On. Everybody knows that's what agents sound Come on. like. This guy spent all of his money on one pair of ridiculous suede shoes to impress everybody, but now he's got just the one pair. Yeah. And he has no other pairs. And everyone notices after two weeks of knowing the guy, he comes off real strong... And then you blow him off because he's a fraud. He's a shyster. <laughs> uh, also, if you if you combine the two movies, right, because there's no gap in time between the end of the first and the beginning of the second, 30 seconds ago, Raiden was Christopher Lambert with his <laughs> hair down. Now, uh, he's James Remar with his hair in a braid. Just, okay, like, let's just ha- not even make an att- any attempt at continuity. <sighs> And then, and then in this first scene, his hair changes from being in a braid, which it's jarring. You're like, why is his hair braided? And then in it flips and his hair is down again. Like, it seems like something you would think people wouldn't notice. It's very noticeable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's very noticeable. Well, here's the thing. It's like, this movie is so bad. I don't care. Like, I don't care to notice how bad it is. I'm like, yeah, of course it's shitty. I don't care. That's the thing that's crazy about this film. Well, and then also we would be remiss if we didn't mention... Nearly everything on screen is CG. Okay, we got to talk about that because there's this scene where uh, they're talking about the Outworld and how it's really bad, and they start showing this scene of all this crazy, like, weird sky anus pulsating thing <laughs> happening, and there's, like, stormy, and there's all these, uh, all these, uh, like, you know, styrofoam sets all around there. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, it's Mortal Kombat, and I wrote down, it's okay, CG for 97, right? Like, it's okay. And then I got done writing that down. I looked up and I noticed that there are square clouds. There are square clouds because either they weren't rendered properly, didn't have enough time to finish rendering, or just they didn't give a shit to do it right. So I looked back down again and I crossed out OKCG for 1997. I looked up again and then I looked down and I wrote awful CG (laughs) underline. And I wrote that like four more times in my notes. I'm glad you came to your senses. The everything, everything in the background, middle ground, and foreground looks like complete and utter shit for any era. I I don't like. I don't care if this is in 1982. It looks like hot garbage. I would like to write down. I would like to add a footnote. Actually, when I wrote down again, awful CG later on down in my notes. I says awful CG comma embarrassing. Like <laughs> it is I'm embarrassing. embarrassed to watch these. Like surely there were people working on this who were ashamed of what they were doing, and they were like, "Well, I, I I'm not the boss. I got to roll with it. I got to collect a paycheck." And they're like, "Ooh." This 1997 movie is based on a video game that came out in 1993. And we watched the Netflix show High Scores when we were done with this, which showed a bunch of footage of the original Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat looks significantly better than this major motion picture does, and I'm not even kidding. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely true. The original 
Genesis Mortal Kombat <laughs> looks better than this major motion picture. I think that's your bold statement. That's that, Imagine the weight of that. It's unreal. <laughs> and I don't think anyone Sad. would disagree with that. Sad. So now Raiden has to... The plot of this movie is flimsy and that's being generous. Yet, <laughs> yet throughout the movie, Raiden stops and gives you exposition. Right. Raiden restates the stakes or restates the plot... Thank God. 15 times. Oh, he, he might as well turn to camera and go, all right, here's where we're at. I'm glad he did. <laughs> like, I'm know, glad he did. I, he's like, I know this is confusing as shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> but here's where we're at. So he tells uh, Liu Kang, by the way, I'm going to call him Liu Kang because his character's name is Liu Kang, which is spelled L-I-U. And not Liu. They continuously call him Liu in like this movie. Like the pizza movie. guy down the street. Yeah, like like hey, the Lou. guy that owns the bar from Fight Club. Like your plumber. Hey, Liu. <laughs> Liu. Hey, hey uh, Liu, look at here. Uh, Liu. Come here, Liu. In, in the first movie, they add a little bit of, um, he's, he's, he's a Shaolin monk. They add a little bit of like Chinese accent when they say his name. Liu. Like that. In this one, they call him Lou. Yeah, just like, regular ass Lou. Like, there's not gravity to that name. No. And also, that I'm pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to say it. Actually, hey, I have no idea. Hey, but I'm going to go for Lou. it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but he, he sends Lou. <laughs> it's so terrible. Nobody with that hair is named Lou. No, he has a much cooler name. It's terrible. Uh, sends him to go find Nightwolf. Which, yeah. Which, if you're familiar with the video game, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, he's going to go find Nightwolf. So you're skipping a lot, and I am okay no, with that. No, I'm not. This is, this is the beginning. Raiden tells him, you have to go find Nightwolf. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this where they go in the sphere thing? Yeah, so that, oh, now they have... Oh, you're not skipping. Oh, you have so much more. Okay. okay so now okay. they get in their hamster balls. Yeah, the bellow, bellow spear? Hey, bellow remember, spear? remember that part of the video game? Yeah, no, I don't. Remember the awesome part of the Mortal Kombat game? You put your quarters in, and then you get in a hamster ball. Uh, you have, like, a weird, like, simulated closet sex scene with the other person in the ball. Yeah, yeah, with, with Katana, who is a fabulous actor. I just, <laughs> the, the, the woman who plays Katana is just Talisa Soto. I don't know how she didn't win every Academy Award available in 1997. Her performance is a tour de force. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's be fair. If you're in this movie, you're not in it for your skills. You're in it for your looks. Okay. She yeah, fits you, the look. You're either in it because you're an actual martial artist. Uh-huh. You're, you're, a, you're a professional martial artist who is pretending to act, or you're a professional actor who is pretending to do martial arts like James Remar, mm. right? Mm. So, to your point, mm. if you're in this movie, which she is, and you stand out as the worst actor... Holy shitballs. <laughs> if you are clearly the worst actor it's bad news. in this movie. It's bad news. And you're doing your bad acting in a CGI hamster ball. <laughs> you don't get to work anymore. All you have to do is just, like, I ha I ha this is the most degrading thing that anyone can say, but this is where we are with this movie. Just stand there and look pretty. <laughs> Like, seriously, that's that's all you're being asked in this role. And it's really sad because she's, she's, she probably, you know what? She probably got to this and she's like, you know, I just, I have to do this job because I'm here and I'm going to follow through, but she, I'm not happy to be here and I'm going to phone it in. She signed a two picture deal. <laughs> yeah, Lou. God damn it, Lou. Lou yeah. did it. Anyway, yeah. So they're in this weird, like simulated uh, hamster ball underground travel thing and they go to M. Bison's lair. They do? 
No. <laughs> but I want them to. Would have been a much better movie. I know. Plot twist. <laughs> would have been a much better movie. So actually where they go is like some random Mortal Kombat level. Some like underground yeah. lava pit. It's a lair. And they're attacked by goons. Yeah. But good news. They get saved by Sub-Zero. Who, who flies in, freezes the goons, and they go, Sub-Zero, I thought we killed you fucking yesterday. <laughs> and he's like, no, that was my brother. All right, in the video game, that's part of the storyline. His brother takes over the mantle of Sub-Zero, and that's who it is going forward. That's the, the original Sub-Zero was only in the first video game. His brother is the Sub-Zero for the last 20 years or whatever it's been, 20, 30 years, I don't know. Anyways, in the movie... His brother died yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you had time to show up to this event that just unraveled. Just unraveled. You got the costume and the powers and all that. Everything. You're just good to go. Just built for it. Great. Built for it. <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, uh, he, uh, some fighting. They, they fight, 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 fight. Uh, Sub-Zero saves the day. And then. Question marks. And then Sub-Zero tells Liu Kang, you can't do this alone. And then. Liu Kang turns to camera, and when he turns back, Sub-Zero left him alone. Yeah, he's gone. Peace the fuck out, never coming back to the movie. Yeah, no, he never did come back, did he? No. Not hey, even at the end? Hey, kids, who's your favorite part of uh, Mortal Kombat? Oh, definitely Sub-Zero or Scorpion. Cool. They're in this movie for ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> we don't... There, this movie has the most shoehorns of nearly any movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And also, Scorp Except for the blind side. Scorpion kidnapped Katana, took her through one of those space anuses you were talking about. Space ani. <laughs> <laughs> and Scorpion never comes back either. Spanus. Scor Scorpion's gone forever, too. Spanus. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, the Sonya Blade impersonator. Yeah, Shorts Tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, uh,. Wandering through the desert. How did she get to the desert? I guess that's where her hamster ball took her. Wait, I thought they were in the Hawaiian jungle where the medical research facility is. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, she goes, somehow she makes it to a medical research facility, which says it's in Hawaii. Oh. It says, it says like, location, comma, Hawaii. Because when you're in a state, you need to see a sign where it shows what state you're in. Right. That only applies in Texas. <laughs> yeah so everywhere else you don't need to see like i'm at this location in city comma california i'm at this location in city comma manitoba <laughs> so <laughs> so she had set out to find jacks and if you play the video games you're like great i know mm -hmm. jacks i know who that is if you're simply watching the sequel to a movie that you learned about these characters in the first movie you hadn't played the video game Jax is a non-factor in the first movie. He's in it, but you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't have known it. You've seen the movie. Yeah, it's been you a while. You didn't notice that he was no. in it. So now he's a main character in this movie. Yeah, big one. Um, and he's got giant metal arms with none explanation. Right. Well, was he being? <laughs> was he there? on his own will getting an upgrade or was he there against his will like he was shackled down to get this exoskeleton his his, his d response to it was as though it was voluntary yeah he was like happy about it but he was like you said he was tied down to this table right and had was... she not shown up he would have starved to death well i mean he got himself out because he pulled his own shackles off but it wasn't it wasn't like was he waiting for someone to come unlock him? He still escaped out he's of this place. He's the only person in the building. 
Something ain't right. <laughs> and then, I sense a plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she shows up, and then Cyrex shows up, who is a scary, scary school bus yellow robot made of rubber. You, this shit is starting <laughs> to sound like cats. <laughs> Fucking every three seconds, some new character that I don't want to care about enters the scene, and they are immediately disposed with. Yeah. And, and then the next character it's, comes it's in. Just a, it's but just this guy a, was rubber. It, it's a, eh? Eh? Like, He's here. Remember the guy, the guy you like from the games? Eh? And they just keep... So that's great if you're just a fan of like the characters, but I can just turn on the game and flip through the, the fighter select and look at them that way. Like, I need a movie. This yeah. isn't a movie. Yeah. Um, and also, robots made of metal. You can hear him clinking... Like he's made of metal, and you can see the yellow rubber flapping around. Oh yeah, when she when she grabs him by the back, yeah. and she grabs his like his robot collar, I guess. Yeah, it just it just bends, Squish. and they chose not to reshoot it. They yeah. chose not to film a scene where like it's actually metal. Oh, this whole movie is first takes. Who cares? <laughs> this whole movie is Who cares? first takes. Hey, you really botched that line. We don't have time. Moving on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we got to spend all this money on our CG, all he, of it. He has like uh like lasers and rockets and fucking melty gas that shoots out of melty his chest, gas. and he's like melting people. He can melt everything except for Jax's arms, and then Sonya picks up some sand off the floor. Yeah. I didn't notice this was marked as, like, gunpowder or something. Huh. And she just picks up some sand and she very slow-mo, super, super fucking duper slow-mo, blows the sand into the robot, and that melts the robot in some terrible CG. Then a terrible CG dragon flies out from inside of him. Oh, right, yeah, his, uh, like, his tattoo thing. Yeah, that's the first time it happens in the movie, and it is unexpected, unexplained, and unnecessary. And bad. And bad, bad, and bad CG. Bad. Like 97, still bad. Um, Embarrassing. <laughs> and jarring, because you're like, huh? Yep. Um, <laughs> here's, remember your characters you love from the video game? Here they are. Oh, cool, this is based on the video game. There's a dragon that flew out from inside of him. Wait, huh? what? <laughs> I'm sorry? This whole movie is, huh? <laughs> you won now. Huh. Yeah, my bold statement is golly eh? this has, this has to be one of the most walked out movies in the history of movies i bet it was it's gotta be i mean you look imagine you've got you've got your fucking spazzo 90s kid <laughs> who can't drive itself to the mall you take it to the theater it's like it's nine right you're the mom you're like ah, it's, it's it's nine i gotta sit here with the kid you are in this movie at this point you're like fuck He's really loving that. He's eating the shit up. He's got his giant Coke. He's got his massive popcorn. He's got his Mike Ikes. He's there. He's loving this. I want to stab my eyes out. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to do the thing I said I would never do. I'm going to leave my nine-year-old alone in a dark theater with a bunch of strangers and go outside and have a smoke. Well, it's kind of a That's red, what happened. It's kind of a red flag that this kid chose Mike and Ike's out of all the candy options. He deserves to be abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the kind that you get to save for later. They get stuck in your in your molars. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mike and Ike's are if you have a quarter and you're at the pizza parlor. Well, the, That's the, mom, the only time you eat those. The mom bought them. The mom was like... It's a terrible mom. That's bad parenting. Well, then how... how okay, well, then how come Mike Ike's are still in business? <laughs> I don't know. People make bad choices. The same moms, reason Marlboro's still in business. There's a lot of moms choosing Mike and Ike. Are, <laughs> no, Marlboro's are addictive. They are addictive. They have nicotine. Mike and Ike's have sugar, which not, is... Not the first one. Different type of addiction. It's a choice to have your first one. What? 
<laughs> your first Mike and Ike? Yeah, you didn't, have to, you didn't have to do not it. Not if you're a baby child and your mom's like, I'm taking you to 1997's Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, little, little, little Lou, and, and I'm going to get you a popcorn, a giant Coke, and these Mike and Ikes. Oh, God. And then she, you see the movie theater size box, and she shakes it, and she's like, there's sugar in here, and you're like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And you go in there, and you sit down in a little when movie did, theater, when and you did... kick your little legs, because you, you can't touch the floor because you're a little kid. You've got your Mike and Ike's in your hand. You've got your mom next to you. You're nine. Not allowed to go anywhere by yourself. You open up the Mike and Ike's. You have a handful. You chew them. You find out that it's like weird, hard-coated Swedish fish. What are you going to do? You're not going to go anywhere. When did Big Mike and Ike get to you? (laughs) What what do they have on you? You can't leave and go chew something else. What kind of dirt does Mike and Ike have on you? Why are you defending them so hard? You could have had hot tamales. You could have had hot tamales, which are also sugar-coated goo, and they taste good. I don't know why you got a Mike Ike problem. You're I'm a trying shill. to get You're okay. A shill. You know what? So much for Mike Ike ads. We're never having Mike and Ike ads. They, you, you blew it. You, you are blew it. A shill. You blew for it. You big didn't Mike read. You didn't read the room. Now we're gonna have to keep on advertising for some like ankleless sock company forever and ever and ever. <laughs> we could have had Mike and Ike. All right, carry on. When did we get to Nighthawk? So, so we are at Nightwolf. Oh, uh, Nightwolf. That was my favorite. Liu Kang is wandering through the desert, and he finds Nightwolf. So what happens is a wolf jumps on Liu Kang. He has a fight with the cameraman, a, like a three-time repeated slow-mo fight with the actual camera. Dude, that is such lazy filmmaking. That is hot, hot trash. This is one of many, many times there was a a, a fight with the camera. Yeah. With the, the camera. And then Punch. Uh, 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 Nightwolf, the wolf, jumps off transforms so bad so unbelievably bad transforms (laughs) into a man a Uh a native man Uh and then he goes pretty cool huh yeah no no it's fucking not bro (laughs) you know what the thing about this scene was so refreshing it was like taking it was like drinking a giant glass of pure mountain spring water to wash down a mouthful of Mike Ikes and popcorn and Sprite because there is a scene of like desert mountains with no CG. And my brain felt refreshed, like it reset. And I was like, oh, reality. Yeah, and then Nightwolf said the word animality. Yeah, and then Nightwolf came on, <laughs> it all, on scene. It all came crashing back. Yep. He goes, pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, huh? Nightwolf has a like surfer bro vibe about him that Night- just didn't fit nightwolf was the coolest person in this entire movie yeah <laughs> and uh they have like For a sure. stupid back and forth conversation and the, this this scene actually made me laugh instead of angry for the first time where he's like uh you, you're not good enough to find your an- animality and luke luke Gang's all huh and then he threw a fucking tomahawk at his head <laughs> and this is the point in the movie where i wrote down John owns this movie. Okay, I know you kept you, the whole time this movie's on. You kept turning and giving me a look that d- you didn't even have to say anything, and I knew that look meant questioning our entire relationship, Absolutely. questioning my ethics, yep. questioning ethics. my my character because <laughs> I own this movie. Judgment. Now let me tell you, Judgy McJudgerton. Go for it, Mike Ike. <laughs> before I even knew you, I had a group of friends that would get together. We would do bad movie night. And the only way that this movie was available to watch 
was to purchase it, and it was $2. So I own this movie to do this with it. Now, don't you feel silly. No, you're a liar because <laughs> in over what? a year of doing this show, you've never once mentioned this is the second time that you've had bad movie watching sessions. It's the truth. So you're a liar. And Take also, it or leave it. Also, we've moved more than one time since then and kept this movie. You have done a culling. Well, I have the first one. <laughs> you have to have both. They go together. It takes up space. It does not pay rent in our house. <laughs> This shit lives literally rent-free in our home. <laughs> and now in your head. Uh, yeah, so so Luke Kang takes a fucking tomahawk to the forehead. Yep. And this gives him a, like a bad ayahuasca trip. Yo, there's some peyote happening here. <laughs> yeah. This dude is a shaman. And, and he's like shaman. he's like tripping out that he's in the snow. And Jade, oh, yeah. who is a character from the video game who has not been introduced in this movie, just is here. Yep. And she wants to fuck. Yes, yeah, she does. She's and, ready. But Lou has a, a commitment to Katana, who he met yesterday. Yep. <laughs> and he does not want to fuck Jade in the snow. So well, he kind of does. Well, he's not going to. He wants to. But he apologizes. To. And she tries to kill him because he won't put out. Right. So, I don't know... I was for it. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Now is the point where you don't know what's happening. I have... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you thought that by now, they would have put the pieces together for you in order to know what's happening. Have you not been watching? <laughs> The rest uh, of this movie. <laughs> I, no, I don't know what's happening either. This I, is hot garbage. I don't know what's going on. You're here. on a ride. You have two of the three characters were introduced five seconds ago. <laughs> you don't know what anybody's motivation no, is. No. I don't know what it is that Liu Kang is trying to accomplish. Yeah, he already found Nightwolf. I don't know who. Yeah, he said they said to go find Nightwolf. He found, found Nightwolf, him. and Nightwolf threw a tomahawk at his forehead. And then some other random lady shows up, tries to fuck him. He says no. She tries to kill him, and then she like respects that he fought back. Right. I don't know what the hell is happening. I don't know. I don't know either. I I I I don't know. But we do know that Katana's in a cage. Yeah, and yeah. In a lair. Yeah. So then we go back to Sonya, who has to have the uh, obligatory, contractually obligated mud wrestling fight. Yep. <laughs> with Melina. Lady who, Desert Mud Fight. Melina is. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this yet. A character from the video game who has not been introduced and has no like characteristics or reason to be in the movie i don't even remember wait what does she look like she's what wearing she wear? like pink purple she's wearing mud they have a mud wrestling match with a woman in a white tank top yeah in this movie yeah in they're in a desert i'm so where I'm, there's no water i'm not justifying this scene but i am going to maybe add some context to it this was in a time, in a time. Good luck. This was in a time where a lot of video games, like the cover was all about women with giant, giant, giant voluptuous boobs and like miniature waists and huge thighs and like super ridiculous muscly men and like everything was extreme. And I feel like they just felt that to justify this PG-13 rating, 
th- there should be something slightly sexual, which was a no. I, I totally get it. This movie is aimed right at a thirteen-year-old's boner. Ew. Like, okay. They, this Hold whole, on. The techno, the fighting, the robots, the girl in the white tank top, the mud fights, the chick ninjas. Oh, yeah. Th- this movie is for a 13-year-old's boner, so you got to get a mud fight in there. But you, you can't, like, transition somehow, put the mud somewhere where mud would be. Uh, like, and not only that, so it starts and ends very suddenly. Yeah. There's no explanation no. as to why Sonya is fucking clean afterwards. No, what? Does she just carry extra duplicates of her, like, why? Like, like, Flintstones uh. style, wipe, 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 clean. Yep. Sparkle. Yep. <laughs> What? Oh, Melina's tattoo flies away. We still don't know what the fuck that's about. Yeah, we still don't care either. And one of the worst parts of this whole movie. Oh, no. What? In the desert mud pit, there's a big statue of a monster. Oh, God. The monster comes to life. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jax shows up to save her with his metal arms. And it is the worst CG imaginable. Mm -hmm. Like, they make movies now that are intentionally bad, like Sharknado kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And there's one called CGI Sharks, which we, we they actually sent us a demo of it, and it's, it's like, kind of popular now. And the whole point of it is that it's bad, and it looks better than this fucking monster. This is the sort... So I was going to save this till the end, but I just want to get it out. When you look at old kitschy movies like... Um, uh, uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space and things from like the 40s and 50s where you had your spaceships on strings and at the time everyone knew like it's kind of silly like it's kitschy and it's bad right but you look back and they're, it's fun like it's fun and kitschy even though it's bad. I don't know if people will look back on this movie and find its awfulness endearing. I think it's hilarious. The, like the it's, way that this it's like trash monster looks is so... If you're sitting here alone watching this movie, you're probably not going to have a very good time. But if you have a drink or two and some friends and you watch this movie, you're going to laugh your ass off at this shitty, shitty monster and Jack's throwing <laughs> uppercuts at the air. And he's talking shit the whole time. Yeah. Can we also talk about the character of Jax? Go for it. Like... I know, this, I know this movie is like 20 fucking something years old at this point, but like everyone in this movie is one dimensional. Oh yeah. Beyond like less than one dimensional. Yep. Does he have to be exclusively the angry black guy the whole time? That's like, that was, uh, <laughs> and then only taking awful. breaks to throw air punches at God awful CG monsters. At, yeah. At the, at the cameras. <laughs> I know. Like they just, yeah, it's sad. It's less than one dimension. So unbelievable. I'm glad we're on the way ratchet. out of this. And it, like, I don't know. Things aren't in a great place now, like culturally and racially. But I, I feel better than this. I feel like we're making progress yeah. when I look at things like this. Be- better than this. Yeah. Um, Raiden goes off to ask some clouds for I don't know what. Oh, the liquid gods. Yeah, and they grant him I don't know what. No, they didn't care. They literally said we're not interested. In, well, they almost literally said they're not interested in helping because he asked like. Are you going to help me or stand by? And they said something like, yeah, we're just going to stand by. Yeah, but they grant him whatever it is he was asking for. But in order to do that, he has to give up his hair. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll do that. Whatever it is that I need from whoever you are, I'll accept it. But I have to cut my hair? Yeah. I, what? I don't 
know what's happening. <laughs> I mean, this happened in the Bible, but I'm pretty sure this movie in Mortal Kombat is not an allegory for the New Testament. So I don't, I don't know. So Oral Testament. There, there's I don't know. one of my favorite know. bad parts of this movie. So Lou and Jade meet up with Sonya and Jax, and then there is a part where Raiden returns to the group. And a space butthole opens up, and he comes flipping out of it, and there's an epic feet-up camera shot with, like, with like growing musical, da-da-da-da, and they present to you the new, new and unimproved Raiden, who looks like, like a Grammy Award-winning pan flute player. <laughs> He cut his hair, like, everything that you love about this man, like, that he he wore his big, like, rice paddy hat, and he had electrical powers, and he fucking looked like the guy from Big Trouble in Little China, and that he's Christopher Lambert. None of that's present anymore. Did he do any electrical powers in this whole movie? Yeah, he well, he would attempt to. Actually, yes. He was constantly, <laughs> he was constantly opening doors. That's the extent of his electrical power was like, there's a brick wall, zap, now it's got a door. Wow, there was so much CG happening in this movie, I don't recall that ever happening. Yeah, he did it a bunch. He also very much could have stopped Johnny Cage from getting murdered, but he just didn't. He just didn't. He just did, because he was an absolute god at that point. (sighs) Um, Yeah, so he shows up looking like Sting from the police, uh, and, and you're supposed to receive this as... Wow. Whoa. <laughs> cool. Yo. Um, is this what is this what spurred people white guys going platinum in the late nineties, early two thousands, like in boy band era? They always had the platinum hair guy. Pretty sure it was in sync and like Eminem and not fucking flautist Raiden. I mean that was around the same time. Yeah, I don't know. He lands in in any any uh, good good bad movie. He would like land on his feet after doing this flip, and then he would deliver a one liner. Right? He'd be like, "Let's get electric" or something like that. But no, he lands. He surveys the group. He singles out Jax, and he goes, "What's with your stupid fucking arms?" <laughs> and Jax is like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> and he's like. You're an asshole for getting these metal arms. You don't need metal arms. All you need is yourself. And Jax is like, I don't fucking know you, man. Yeah, right? (laughs) So weird. Nice to meet you, chum. So weird. (laughs) I don't know. But there's just a lot of unnecessary techno right here. Just so much. The whole movie is unnecessary unnecessary techno. techno. The whole movie is unnecessary techno. Oh, no. I wrote it down like four times. Like, I actually says it here. It says it here. It says it here. They, they, I don't know, they disperse. <laughs> Raiden, or rather Raiden's stuntman, yeah. has a fight with uh, what I know is Noob Cybot from the video game, which is like the smoke oil, like, uh, goo character who replicates himself. Yeah. No, again, not explained in any way, shape, or form. It's just a stuntman who doesn't look like Raiden. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's dawning on me right now. They cut his hair so that he would look like this stuntman. Oh, <laughs> Not God. the other way around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, okay. And they they have a fight. It goes nowhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't 
doesn't matter. The the whole like we haven't even talked about the whole uh Sindel who is the mother of right. fucking Katana. This is basically of the fucking Katana, the not driving, regular Katana. The driving theme of the movie that does not matter. That's why it hasn't come up. But the only reason I mention it now is because because she's supposed to be the key, right? Isn't Sindel supposed to be the the, the key of uh, fixing this whole thing? Yeah, she's defeated. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that fight? Mm-hmm. No, because it didn't fucking happen oh, on screen. Okay. There was a whole fight that they chose not to show. Right, okay. They yeah, just, Jade just says, remember. like, I, I win. Didn't didn't happen on screen. Okay, because I'm this happy. This whole movie is you being gaslit. <laughs> hey, remember this? Uh, yeah, 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 I, I remember that. <laughs> no, you don't, fucker. Watch. Here's what I, happened. I'm happy it didn't happen on screen so that I didn't have to watch it, but, like, seriously? So weird. <laughs> Where are we at now? Uh, Katana I, Sleeping Beauty to her mom, Prince Charming, woke her up. Oh yeah, Lou goes and finds <laughs> Lou goes and finds Katana in her cage, breaks her out, has a fight with uh, Baraka, Baraka, which or uh, Baraka's rubber mask on a stunt guy. <laughs> you thought we had reached a low before. Here comes Baraka and a bunch of other Barakas in the worst rubber masks in movie history. It's so sad. You're talking about like 60 sci-fi movies. Yep. Those look better than this. I feel like the person making the rubber mask was like, okay, this is going to be the base for motion capture for CG, right? Like, so we just have, we have to do just enough to make it look realistic because the guys are going to CG over this later on and weld it all together. It's going to look seamless and great. Yeah. (laughs) So they went with it. Just the mask. When he fights the other two Barakas, they come swinging in on chains. Uh Uh-huh. And they are followed by jet noises. Why? <laughs> Lasers, there's sword noises. He fights them, he wins. Shiva, who is the female Goro, the four, four-armed giant yeah. lady, she tries to, like, attack them, and they just basically do, like, a bait-and-switch, and she ends up in the cage that with Katana was in, and my note just says, no budget for a fight. Nope. They just ran out of money for that fight. In this fighting movie, they're like, oh, let's skip the fight here. Let's just skip this. They just said, fuck it, we're out of here. Uh... Blah blah blah, a bunch of shit happens. Jade's they, a traitor because her eyebrows. Changed. Yeah, they go, they go fucking to where Shao Kahn is. Uh, Safe portal. Yeah, Radon's but, brother. Uh, some people die. I don't CG fucking know. It's Jade. Yeah. Okay. Lou has to save the world. <laughs> so now we're all all the characters in the same place. The final cosplay stare down. <laughs> we get a close up of every character. I mean. Every character gets an individual in sequence, slow motion, close up, one so after gross. another. They're all basically like rubbing their nipples and staring lustily <laughs> into the camera. Like they're like, okay, do some sexy karate moves. Look badass. We're going to put some steam behind you. You're going to look so cool. Yes. Yo, this was lame. So uh-uh. they get done co- uh-uh. going through roll call and <laughs> Raiden gets killed. Great. Raiden walks up to Shao Kahn, who is his brother, by the way, uh, and just <laughs> dead. He's just dead. That means oh, well. he's, he's not going to participate in this <laughs> movie, which gives Lou new resolve. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is like his fifth new resolve for this one. <laughs> And uh, you have you have Jax versus the Horseman here. By the way, the Horseman, who we haven't mentioned yet, is Malibu from American Gladiators. Did you know that 
Jax was also an American Gladiator. What? And they fight each other in this movie. What was his Trivia American Gladiator reveal. name? Oh, I didn't write it down. I just wrote oh, down. I didn't know Jax. I was just American... wrote down Mataro and Jax were American Gladiators. Fuck yes. Right. Man, I want to watch some American Gladiator. Hey, let's not do this podcast anymore. Let's go watch American Gladiators. But we have to make this money from our ankleless <laughs> socks ads. And uh, Horseman rips his metal metal quote marks arms off. Question mark. And it turns out. It was within him the whole time, and he never even needed his plastic arms. Great. We still don't care. <laughs> we K- just don't. Katana is fighting Sindel. We still don't care. Just don't care. Sonya is fighting, I don't know, Red. Doesn't matter. Red Ninja. Still don't care. But I do care about Lu is fighting Shao Kahn. Yep. Until, until they both turn in to giant dragons. Okay, here's the problem. Their animality was disgusting. <laughs> Because Liu Kang's animal was a crusty dragon, they were... and then Shao Kahn's animal was a mini-headed, slime-worm, skinless dragon. They... It was nasty. The, if this is your, like, <laughs> climax of the movie, Embarrassing. why would the budget not start here? Yeah. Where it very clearly, very clearly... Ran out? Ended here. Like right they before were, here. They were like, we don't have two quarters to rub together. <laughs> How can we... Like, we have to scrap this animality thing. And somebody <sighs> went, no, we're running with it. Like, this is... Make the fucking worst. We have, we've covered movies that were from, like, the 80s that looked significantly so better than this. It's unreal. Hilariously, so hilariously better. trash. So much better. And then this the, is embarrassing. They're only dragons for like 15 seconds. And then they go back to not being dragons. Yeah, they go back to some like some people's parents come down from the Hamptons <laughs> and like put they mime they mime box the dad and he has to go away and they're like mortal combat is fate of the universe and then there's like hand to hand combat they, again. But they don't transition back from dragon to person. No. They just are people again. Yeah, they just gave up on just... it. Which was the running theme through the whole movie was the animality and it was inconsequential. The running theme through the whole movie was we don't really care <laughs> to finish this scene out. So why should you, the viewer, care? So Thanks. Lou wins. Lou. Hey, Lou. Good job, Lou. Thanks, after Lou. his after his third result. Yeah, I got a leak in the master bathroom, Lou. Can you go up there and have a look? <laughs> Lou, Lou's third Lou. resolve wins. Khan's tattoo flies away. Everything goes back to normal, as you can tell by the stock footage of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. That's how you know in any movie that things are back to normal is that you see the Golden Gate Bridge. Or New York City. Yeah. Those are, those are the that, two things that, that was... let you know that shit is regular again. Okay, I need to. Uh, I need Flush a, your eyes. I need a fucking break. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a slight break and we'll be back with our trivia and awards. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Hey, that was a long break. Um, I'm glad we went on vacation. I'm glad we took a trip to Tahoe. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we had a nice ski weekend. I've completely to clear reset our mind. my whole mentality. I'm in a much better mood now <sighs> after this uh, liquid, hot, rubbish movie. I feel like you're amping yourself up again. I feel like you got to <laughs> go, go back. Sharks are swimming in my back, head. Ooh, go go back to like our moment, <laughs> our like our our long weekend of solace and peace. Goosefraba. <sighs> 
All right. Let's, let's get into trivia. trivia. Uh, do you know what this movie has uh, on Rotten Tomatoes? What its percentage is? I don't know. Let me oh, guess. Oh, great. I'm going to guess. Um, my guess is always based on like reality and oh. not their <laughs> stupid system that doesn't make any sense. But I'm going to say like 4%. Uh, why would you say 4%? Because this is legitimately a contender for worst movie ever made. Then why would it have 4% and not 0 Oh, I don't know. What is it? It's 2 it's 2%. 2. 2%. I was within 2%. You're busting my balls over it? You were, well, not... Jesus. Look. Man, tough crowd. 2% and 4%. Tough crowd. Is a big delta when you're down in the shits. <laughs> uh, do you know what it has on IMDb? Uh, 2? 3.7. For some reason, nearly double. But it is number 79 on the lowest 100 rated movies on IMDb. On all of the internet movie database, this is number 79 on the lowest rated of all movies. There are 78 movies worse than this? Yeah. I I find that so hard to believe. Well, like, here's the thing. This movie was embarrassing and it sucked, but I didn't want to stab my eyes out and just, like, be done with it the entire yeah, time I was watching that's it. That's true. Like, it, it sucked and it was awful, but we've watched other movies where we're halfway in and we're, we're angry that we're watching this yeah, movie. That's so, true. I, there's more. Um, on WatchMojo.com, it is in their category of the worst film of the 90s. It is the worst film of the 90s, according to that website. I can't disagree with that off the top of my head. Um... Do you know how much it cost to make it? I bet it was fairly expensive. Uh, Twenty-eight million. Thirty million. Pretty good. Thirty oh, that, million that, dollars. That two percent away, you're gonna let me pass with. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a much smaller delta. Uh, box office was fifty-one point three million dollars. Yeah, I would have guessed that it made a lot of money because the first movie was a massive, massive, massive success. I'm upset. I wanted it to suck so I could rub their noses in it. <laughs> you guys shouldn't have made this. Look at that. You made three million dollars. You yeah. sacks of shit. Don't try this again. No, they tried it again. Yeah. Um, this movie was never screened for critics. They uh, knew what they had on yeah. their hands. <laughs> Why was... waste their time? That was a smart move. Besides Mataro and Jax uh, being actual American gladiators from before, most of the IMDb trivia for this movie falls into two categories. One of them being famous people who were up for casting but read the script and turned it down. <laughs> Which it seems like they got to the very bottom of their list yes, with these they actors. Did. And crew who worked on the movie and hate the movie. Oh, I, it's basically a listing of here's who read for the part or else read the script and then said no. Here's who worked on this on this movie, wrote it, directed it, whatever, and hate this movie. I cannot Don't imagine that there's it. one person who was involved in this movie who would admit that they were involved with this movie. Um, I think because there are so many people in this film who had a lot of screen time who were never in anything else. They probably, yeah. you, you, you got those people who are like, I was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> yeah. and they're just living on that one thing that happened to them in 1997, and then the fallout from like magazines or whatever that they got to ride along with, and that's what, that that's the highlight when, of their life. When you look They've got up that. more on... Look, it's more movies than I've been in. I would, ta- <laughs> I would talk about it too. If that was the only thing I had ever been in that actually made me some money, 
Yeah, it would come up. It would come up. When you look up this cast on Google, the pictures of these actors are from this movie. Yeah. Like, they didn't do other martial arts movies for the most part. They didn't do other mm-hmm. bad 90s action movies for the most part. They... This began and killed so many people's careers. I... It's... Uh, I mean, it, it was... It, it sure was something, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was it was something. That's that's a that's a way to talk about it. But and that's literally that is all the trivia that I have. That's all I found that was interesting. Everything else I read, I did not care about because it's like it's talking about plot holes. Yeah, I, I just the, the, you can't even call it plot holes because there's no plot to begin with. No, you, you they just <laughs> threw a ball of yarn at us and they're like, here, find the holes. You're like, well, this whole thing is not even like I said out. before. It's roll call. They just wrote down a list of characters from the game and then paraded them out one by one. It's, That's all it is. It's it's terrible. Um, I think we should get to our awards now. You wanna you wanna do that? You wanna get to some awards? Yeah, let's do awards. All right, I want to hear if we haven't heard it already your bold statement. Well, one I have two written down. One of them that I wrote down, it's not it's not my actual bold statement because we've kind of nailed this dead horse to the thing. But <laughs> the, but what my original bold statement that I wrote down was that this is the worst sequel, the worst video game movie, the worst martial arts movie, and the worst movie ever. Wow. Like <laughs> they accomplished so much. Wow. Um, but that but my actual bold statement is this is the biggest chasm the biggest gap between effort and execution i've ever seen Aww, that's because really you can't sad. say that they weren't trying yeah that's really they, they sad. 100% tried to make a serviceable movie it's not boring it's not boring at all no, like the the sets when they actually were real like in a in a glimpse they looked okay but then someone would touch it and yep. it was rubber and it would fall apart and and the the ninjas they looked pretty cool at, in a snapshot mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. they started moving mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everything had effort mm-hmm. it just was failed effort mm-hmm. it was just like a ba- like a great baseball player going like 0 for 20 or something like that where you're like you know they 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 swung they tried yeah. <laughs> it's not like they didn't approach <laughs> approach but the I've never seen a movie try so hard and fail so miserably. Wasted potential is one of the things that bothers me the most. Yeah. It's one of the most disappointing stressors for me is to, to observe potential that is squashed or wasted or not executed. And this is... I wouldn't say this is a great example of it, but there's a lot of that happening here. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Um, my bold statement is the opposite of yours. <laughs> this is the best movie ever made. <laughs> this is the ultimate 3 a.m. movie. This is the movie that comes on when you've had a long night of drinking or you've been out or you're just like up with friends or you're, you're 15, you're 35, whatever the fuck you have going on in your life. You happen to be up at 3 a.m. You're not ready to go to bed. This comes on, break out the pizza rolls, <laughs> break out the smeared off ices. This is what you're going to watch and have a good time watching it if you are the kind of person who is up at 3 a.m. and you want to watch a movie. Well, that's what I was saying this earlier. Like, if you are by yourself, then this is, a, this is a painful watch. But if you have other people with you and you get to laugh at it, uh-huh. it's a great fucking time. It's a good time. It's, a, it's an okay good <laughs> no, time. No, I mean, the, the time you're going to have with your friends is a great time, not the movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy. Um, what's your worst line? My worst line... 
I don't know if this has ever happened in the history of Good, Bad 2, the sequel. My worst line is the first line of the movie. What? Well, so so first there's like a, a narrative, narrative voiceover from Raiden, but the first line other than that is from Shao Kahn. They show up and he lands and he just decrees out loud. We, we have a trope that we've noticed in movies that we love where a person is capable of projecting their voice to the point where it echoes <laughs> yes. simply because they choose to yes, do so yes. shao khan very first thing that anyone says in this movie is the earth was created in six days so too shall the new outworld and man will rest in peace and i was like wow we are off to a fucking wretched start wretched is the right <laughs> word i could not believe how bad that line was written and delivered and that they fucking printed it. Printed it. Yeah, and the thing, uh, you know, it never slowed down from yeah. then on. Yeah. It never, uh, nothing, nope, dive bomb. My worst line was from Jax. And he appears in a scene. I don't know, I don't know what happens. He just comes in and does a thing, probably punches a camera or punches the air. And he says, yeah, now what? <laughs> And that was it. That was that was it. I think that dude was writing his own lines. I, they're like, I, I really feel like, and this is going to sound awful, but I think it is true. He showed up and they're like, just just say something black. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Like, what the? Like, it, really? <laughs> like, are you just going to, he's just going to be a stereotype? He's just going to be a trope? Like, really? Yeah. Honestly? Dude, it was not good. Okay, what's your best line? Hey, I had to write something down. Let me just preface by saying Oh, I know that. what it is. Was it, yeah, now what? <laughs> no, it was. It actually is from Jax. Yay! Though, at, the, at the end when the whole gang gets together and everybody's squaring off with somebody else and uh, <laughs> one American gladiator decides he's going to fight another American gladiator yeah. and he goes, now Mr. What? Ed is mine. I had to put something that down. That was your I'm best not, line? I'm not, it's not my line. Okay. <laughs> I just, I had to put something down, okay. so that's it. Okay. My best line... Um, I don't really remember who said it because I didn't write it down because I didn't care. But it says, a struggling worm on a hook lands a bigger catch than a dead one. I think it was Radon, actually. Okay. That's the best I got. Who is your worst performance? Katana. Katana, Katana, Katana. <laughs> uh, who is played by Fail Godot. <laughs> she is abysmal <laughs> in this movie to a Poor point lady. of hilarity. Like... Uh, like, like we said earlier, She's cardboard. imagine standing out as the worst actor in this I movie know. and really all you had to do was sit inside of a cage and yet you still stood out as being this bad, hilariously inequipped to, to be in a, in a movie. Poor thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think she was that bad. I mean, she wasn't good, but I didn't, I didn't think she was so much worse than everyone else as you did i thought she was pretty on par uh my worst performance was the unnecessary cg absolutely unnecessary sky anus cg you know, i hadn't thought of that before now that you're you're dubbing it unnecessary like imagine if they would have taken the same budget that they had and just not made the sky cg yep. not made like they could have just like fewer lasers uh uh portioned it out differently yeah like yeah it could have been allocated in a allocated, much better yeah, way it could have been allocated much better much better way uh i am ready to hear your award 
for MVP. This is the person, place, or thing, RSTLNE, who was trying to win an Oscar. They are going to the Academy Awards. They have their tux or their dress picked out. Who is that for you? For me, the MVP is the running time, which is one hour and 35 minutes. Oh, boy. Which is not painful. Like, I went, when, when we started watching this last night, I knew how bad this movie was. <laughs> I knew what I was in for, yeah, and I knew it, it was, it was going to be, um, I knew movie. what this movie was. But then I looked at the, the runtime before we started watching uh-huh. it, and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. Uh-huh. Like, an hour and 35 minutes of this movie Standard. is kind of fun to laugh at. If it was another 20, 30 minutes like oh, some of the other crap that we watch, I, c- I couldn't have done it. You so. know what? That's a really good point because a lot of movies that we watch are are painful because they go on for an extra 20 minutes. There's yeah. 20 minutes of garbage that should have been cut out and it wasn't. Yeah, this has an hour oh, and 35 boy. minutes of garbage. Yep, yep, yep. But, but it matches garbage. But it's only an hour and 35 minutes. Yeah. Like that, that's not too bad. Oh boy, good lord. Uh, my MVP was Radon, question mark? I feel like he tried the best. I feel like he didn't know he was in such a bad movie. I feel that he was attempting acting. Um, that's all I have. That's all I got. Like, James Remar is, like, he's a, he's like a B-level, probably, I would say, like, well-known guy. He was in, like, Warriors, and he's in the Bourne movies. Like, that, that dude is got, uh, um his feet planted firmly in Hollywood and he, you're going to get from him what you're going to get from him. But to cast him as Raiden is criminal, (laughs) fucking criminal. (laughs) Like, and then like halfway through, Hey, this guy doesn't look anything like Raiden. Raiden. Why don't we go ahead and just lean into that and turn him into fucking sting? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. What? Oh, I did forget to mention that um, your your hatred of Katana, she was a Bond girl. Was she? At one point, yep. I wonder if she sucks in that too. Oh, I don't know. And she got married to Benjamin Brett. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Like, I feel bad that she's in this movie. She's probably like, shit, what did I get myself into? <laughs> she, I feel like she's better than this movie. Anyone's better than this movie. Um, speaking of, what is your... Wait, did we already do Unadimable Moment? No, we haven't yet. Okay, tell me what yours is. It's the it's the animality fight. Duh. There's there's only <clears throat> one thing you could point to if you were trying to tell someone that this <laughs> is the worst movie ever, and it's the animality fight, like the whole transition and fight Ugh. is maybe it's it's probably in the top ten worst things ever put into movie theaters. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It is. Yes. It is legendarily bad. If it had been closer to the front of the movie, a lot more people would have walked out. Like if you oh, hadn't 100%. walked, if you hadn't walked out by then, then you're walking out at yeah. that point. You're like Jesus. If you Maybe if you were the last old. person in the movie theater and you were gonna stick it out, and then that happened, you're thinking to yourself, "Fuck, should have left with everyone else." Good lord, Ugh, awful. Um, I agree with you. I'm also going to add on unnecessary techno. There is so much the, unnecessary techno. So the, the soundtrack of the first movie is still one of the like highest selling soundtracks ever. And it had like maybe two techno songs, like the, the Mortal Kombat song and like one other one. And then for whatever reason, a year later, they just said, fuck it. It's all techno. It's wall to wall fucking techno. Except for the mud fight scene was like metal. Yeah. But yeah, it is like techno mm. itself, the genre of techno has aged really poorly 
and people who even liked it then can't fucking stand it now it is hard to sit through yeah that era era of yeah, techno that, like what it was it like house music or whatever they called that's it that's not house well, i don't fucking know shit is hard to sit through yeah this I, is i hate it it was not ugh, yeah awful but now you can tell me what is your favorite part my favorite part of this movie is probably a lot of people's favorite part of this movie but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the fight and what happened after it which is is probably where i differ, the fight where i differ from everyone else so the fight of scorpion versus sub-zero oh the last fight is the what no hold on scorpion you have to tell people which fights i'm working on it <laughs> <laughs> so if you let me talk <laughs> so the fight of scorpion versus sub-zero which is the reason why anybody would even buy a ticket to this fucking movie in the first place was actually pretty good it's just that it lasted about 20 seconds and then both of those characters fucked off for the rest of the movie <laughs> but my favorite part is the fight plus sub-zero telling Liu kang you cannot do this alone and then disappearing and leaving him alone. Bye. <laughs> so funny to me. That's your favorite part. Yeah, the fight That's plus the part that. You would go back and and rewatch no. time over time. Nope. Mm -mm. Time Didn't say that. The time you watch it in the bathroom. So are you? Like, really so you're not gonna scene. let me say what I'm trying to say, then telling me what I said that I didn't say just afterwards? Curious. I'm just wondering. Fascinating. I'm asking to justify your ownership of this movie. Fascinating. <laughs> you own this movie. I'm asking you which of the parts you've gone back to. <laughs> fascinating <laughs> well my favorite part is nightwolf sheen <laughs> cool huh uh -uh. nope <laughs> that, that that actually is my favorite part <laughs> what's your better title uh tattoos and lou i don't know did you say lube or lou because we might have Boo watched earns. a different movie <laughs> Boo earns. i also have techno bowl uh-huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it those are my better titles yeah this was this was hard um i just wrote spaz era this is the spaz era this movie defines the spaz era like we were watching that um that video game show last night and they're playing all the original like sega commercials from when they were trying to capture the you know the older teenager audience like instead of the young boy nintendo audience and i remember that that period was so weird because everything was about like half tones and spaz era and crazy bright flashy shit and quick cuts and you know big typography and just it was wacky, like wacky is the way to put it. It was just so wacky. And I think that there was there was this idea that in order to capture the audience that you're trying to go for, which is, you know, young teens whose parents have disposable income for them, that you finally have the freedom to talk to them in their language, which is fucking spasmoid. I think like ADD had been defined and was a known thing by then and it was just assumed that all young boys had ADD but that's fine because they have money and they're skateboarding and neon colors and spaz and well, like that's what this movie was. Fuck if this movie is what you're watching and your main food group is Mountain Dew how do you not have like no <laughs> like <laughs> f th this movie created epilepsy. <laughs> okay. I, that's what I thought when I was watching this movie. I was like, I'm going to get epilepsy at my age. I'm going to have my first 
epileptic episode because of watching this movie. Like, it's going to contage me. It, like, it's just nothing but flashing lights and <sighs> colors and flying Lord. and fucking jet noises and techno and it's unreal. spinning flippy fucking kicks and, like... It is out of control. Out of control. <laughs> out of control. Out of control. And I, I guess there was just there was just some somebody was making money off of embracing it at that time. Somebody yeah. was making money off of that sort of like wacky attitude of just hyper intensity. Spaz era. That's this that's this movie. Now you have to tell me whether this is a good bad movie or is it just bad. After talking about it, I'm not I'm not changing my my stance. It's just bad, but it's a it's a whole new subcategory of just bad that it's fully dependent on how you watch it. Right? If you watch it alone, it is what we said it is, the worst movie ever made. <laughs> but it is also must see. You if you are into if you're listening to this show, obviously you're into bad movies. If you're into bad movies, this can't be a movie that you've never seen. You have to watch it. It's got to be part of your mental library. And you have to show it to your friends, even if it's as a rib, right? Oh, we're going to watch this Mortal Kombat. It's great. You got to see it. It's just how you justify owning it. So, okay. so it's just bad, but it's a whole new, like, must-see just bad. Does that make sense? And no. I'll also add, if you are a Mortal Kombat fan, oh, definitely no. play Mortal Kombat 11 because it's fucking great. Um, there's an animated movie that came out in 2020, I think, that's called Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, and it is really, really good. Like, very violent and, and kind of aimed at adults animated movie. And then also, uh, they're putting out a new Mortal Kombat movie that comes out later on this year that I am hyped for. So if you haven't seen any um, photos of that, there's not a trailer yet, but... You can look at the photos of that, and it looks fucking cool. I thought you were going to say, if you were a Mortal Kombat fan, you should watch this movie. And I said, oh, no. That made me sad. Because <laughs> there's, like, that's actually a pretty cool franchise. Yeah. I, I, lo I love Mortal Kombat, the the property. I play every one of the games when it comes out. Um, I, I've been into Mortal Kombat since 1993. This movie is really the only low spot. Like, there's been a couple of games that were not that fantastic, but this is the lowest point in the franchise, for sure. Wow. That's that's your bold statement. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on whether this movie is good, bad, or just bad. This is a very bad good, bad. This is one of the definitions of good, bad, that it's so bad that it's good. It's so bad that you can't help but laugh at it and have something to talk about at every moment because... There are so many notable scenes, question mark, uh, <laughs> visuals, images, happenings that are just so shockingly embarrassing <laughs> that somebody put out. Oh, and then after it went in theaters, they still went and made VHSs and they still went and made DVDs. They were like, yeah, let's keep this rolling. People are going to buy it. And some of you did. <laughs> And that's why I'm going to deem this movie good, bad. That's totally fair. I know. Totally fair. Okay. That, that covers our Mortal Kombat Annihilation business. Goodness. Thank, thank the Elder Gods. <laughs> um, next week, we are going to have another vote. Rampage, which got 50% of the vote this week, absolutely gets another chance. Would have anyways. But The Rock and a giant monkey and a giant gorilla... And a giant lizard and a giant wolf 
and if that doesn't sound good, bad to you, then you need to go to the doctor, they get another chance against either, maybe I'll do either another The Rock movie or another video game movie. Get at me at The Good Bad Show, give me some suggestions, um, and uh, so you can go vote, and we will catch you guys down the road. Peace. Bye.